Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is Dr. Sleep. Now, this one comes from Warner Brothers. It is written and directed by Mike Flanagan, and this one tells the story of Danny Torrance. Uh, years later, after the events of The Shining, he's an adult now, played by Ewan McGregor, and he relies on alcohol a lot. He tries to su suppress memories and the things that he experienced at the Overlook Hotel. It really scarred him as a child, and so he you know, goes to alcohol a lot to kind of, uh, you know, wash away his inner demons. And so he also has powers as well to where he can uh, communicate through his mind to other people that have similar abilities. And, you know, their powers are a little bit more explored in the movie, but that's the basic uh, knowledge of what they do. So he's got powers and stuff, but he's just trying to live a normal life. But the, the events in The Shining always come back to haunt him. And so there is a villain at play uh, played by Rebecca Ferguson. She plays Rose the Hat, and she runs this cult that feeds on people like Danny Torrance and kills them and kind of sucks the essence out of them, sucks the air out of their body, and it's almost like a magical potion to make them stronger. Not necessarily immortal, because they say that you can't really be immortal by doing this, but it can help you live longer. And so they do that. They prey on kids a lot that have this power, because, you know, kids are, you know, powerless even with powers and they can e be easily manipulated and all that stuff and that's what they prey on the most and so Danny Torrance finds out about this he wants to go take them out and just get rid of them there's this little girl played by uh, Kylie Coran who has powers similar to Danny Torrance but she is more powerful she can take on even people like Rose the Hat and just wipe them away completely uh, by using a lot of uh, different techniques by getting inside of their mind and like just really kind of picking away at them so they team up and do that thing and then while all at the same time because this is a shining sequel at the same time danny goes to the overlook hotel to try to face his inner demons and just get the overlook hotel out of his mind and out of his life as much as he can he just he can't take it anymore it's just like this little virus that's in the back of his head he just gotta get rid of it so that's basically your movie so it's a sequel to the shining you know, the Stanley Kubrick film that Stephen King notoriously hated, which is funny because uh, a lot of people do like The Shining. And so, you know, going into this, I was looking forward to it because I like The Shining. I was curious to see what a sequel based on that would be about. You know, there is a book called Dr. Sleep, so they did continue it in book form as well. So it's like, you know, uh, if Stephen King felt the need to write it, uh, write a sequel to The Shining, and someone wanted to adapt it like there's got to be a good a good story there right so there was that and then i also love mike flanagan he's the type of director that really impresses me every time he has a movie come out he really knows how to make horror as a genre backdrop to his movies while focusing on characters and story and the drama that that the the stories kind of possess in his movies and that's what makes us care about his his movies and his characters and the story and stuff not the horror and the jump scares and all that stuff 
but it's the other elements that make his movies stand out. And if you were to show me any Mike Flanagan movie, and I'd be like, okay, he, that, that's a Flanagan movie from just the way it's shot and everything. He's just that uh, good at what he does. So I walked out of this movie, and I like it. It's a good movie. It's one of those one-and-done situations where I can sit there and go, yeah, that was a good little movie, but I don't really care to go back and examine it, you know, really kind of do detailed, like, analysis on it, you know, like I do with The Shining because I love film and all that stuff, but this was just like, that was a good little movie. Now, is it a good follow-up to The Shining? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm a little confused as to what I think about that, but I do think it's a good standalone movie. Like, this really bold, supernatural thriller that some studio threw a bunch of money behind and it got made, uh, and that's what's really uh, impressive about it. So, let's start with Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan is a director that knows how to do mood and set up atmosphere and really create suspense and drama within scenes and doesn't have to rely on jump scares, loud music cues. Some of his stuff does have that because, you know, producers need that stuff. But for the most part, his his movies rely on substance rather than just cheap, you know, tactics to make you scared. And to be quite frank with you, this isn't even a horror movie. It's more supernatural, more fantasy, more thriller than horror movie. There's a couple of creepy and unsettling moments, you know, when they go back to the Overlook Hotel or even some of the scenes in the beginning. But this film mainly relies on the character of Danny Torrance and the struggles that he is going through and a, a good story of just good versus evil, letting um, or losing control within oneself, you know, alcoholism there's a lot of deep elements kind of going throughout this movie even though it kind of plays out like a giant you know supernatural entertaining you know piece and so um i thought mike flanagan you know translates his directing style really well into this movie and just focuses on creating that atmosphere character and making us care about what's going on even at this beastly two and a half minute runtime which does seem a little bit sluggish and slow in the middle, but I still enjoy myself for the most part because Flanagan has a really keen eye in creating a um, a sense of, uh, like I said, atmosphere and mood. So he does that pretty well with this. Uh, like I said, it gets a little slow and a little bogged down in the middle, but other than that, I think the story is actually pretty interesting. Um, once again, does it really work well as a Shining sequel? I'm not really sure, but as a standalone pretty pretty well and i thought the the kind of world that they were building with these people with powers and everything i thought that was interesting and it's a it's a different approach that you would kind of spin off from the shining universe but i respect it the acting is all around good i think ewan mcgregor is fantastic in the um lead role you know he is the type of actor to where he can make anything appear pretty great um even with train spotting 2 a sequel that i didn't really care for he made that movie work so with him as the lead, uh, I think he sells it pretty well, you know, uh, with his powers and the struggles that he's going through and everything. Um, you know, they could have gone a little bit further into the whole alcoholism and just the actual mental scarring that he has as a character and the events that he experienced as a kid. I don't I didn't think they went far enough with him in terms of um, writing his character out and fleshing it out, but I think Hugh McGregor performed it better than what was written on the page, and I like that. So 
he, he was a really great hero to follow. The little girl, uh, Abra Stone, uh, played by Karan, she was really great. Um, I actually think she was a little better than Ewan McGregor in terms of her emotional range and capabilities in this uh, role. Rebecca Ferguson was great as a villain. She is the type of actress that's she's mysterious. She's alluring. Like she seems friendly, and uh, you know that, that's what makes you want to talk to her. She seems like a very um, warm and inviting human being. And when she's like, "I'm going to eat your soul," she just does it, and she's actually quite terrifying. So I think she was perfectly cast in this role and did what she had to do. But she's she's really great, and the supporting cast all around is fantastic. Little iffy on the Shelley Duvall, Jack Nicholson type of uh, <laughs> recasting that they did to, you know, show off some of the moments in the past. I don't really know about those actors, uh, but they they did the best they could. Um, so overall, I enjoyed myself. I am never going to watch this again. Sorry. But I think in the moment, in the theater, if you want to pay money to see this, I think it's worth your time. I'm going to give Dr. Sleep a B. I think it's a solid movie. It's a good movie. Uh, definitely not, if you were to ask me personally, not ranking amongst Mike Flanagan's best in terms of uh, his filmography so far. I think his magnum opus is still Haunting of Hill House. And then, you know, I still like movies like Hush and Ouija of Origins of Evil. And like, this will kind of fall somewhere in the middle in the long run. But that's not like a bad thing. It's just not something I want to typically revisit. So, you know. There you go. Uh, so B for me for Dr. Sleep. Let me know down below what you thought of the movie. And that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee. And tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.